Hi there, let's have a look at one of the themes of Macbeth, which is violence. Let's start with heroic violence. Macbeth is shown to be a hero at the start because of his violent nature. He kills a traitor. Ironically, Macbeth ends up becoming the traitor that is murdered at the end of the play. The violent imagery described Macbeth at the start of the play is honourable. His violence on the battlefield is for the king. He is praised and rewarded for killing a treacherous Thane, Macdonald. And here's a quote. Till he unseamed him from the nave to the chops and fixed his head upon our battlements. Which is from Act 1, Scene 2. Macbeth shows his courage and strength by cutting his enemy open from his navel, belly button, to his face. The violent verb unseamed emphasises how Macbeth opens him up. It all seems very fluid, free, in motion. This implies that Beth is very strong and is unfazed by horrifically killing another man. Macdonald's head is a message about treason. Macbeth removes his enemy's head and displays it from the battlements. This might seem grisly, but has a clear purpose. When Shakespeare is writing anyone sentenced to death for treason, such as Guy Fawkes after the failed gunpowder plot, will be hung, drunk, drawn and quartered. A horrible punishment of partial hanging, disemboweling and cutting of a body into quarters and their heads would be shown on pikes and traitor's gate. This is the gateway prisoners would have to pass through as they entered the Tower of London. It was done to make sure people thought twice before acting against their king and country. Macbeth's head. At the end of the play, Macduff removes Macbeth's head. Macduff seems to be displaying it as he asks them to look at it. Behold, where, behold where stands the usurper's cursed head. From Act 5, Scene 9. This moment makes Macbeth's heroism at the start somewhat ironic. He was a hero for killing a man who seems to have been a traitor to the king. However, almost immediately after that, he himself becomes a traitor, soon murdering the king and taking over Scotland. This relates back to the witch's statement. Fair is foul and foul is fair. From Act 1, Scene 1. Things and people are not always what they seem. Heroic Code. The warriors fighting believed in the heroic code, which defines how a noble person should act. It was honourable to die in battle. That's why Seward says that his son, quote, parted well, unquote, from Act 5, Scene 9. The battles that were wildly and violent, but participating, but participating in fighting and even dying bravery, bravely was very honourable. It deserved praise. This is why Macbeth's murder of King Duncan seems particularly evil. He killed him while he slept without warning. He did not give Duncan a chance to meet him equally in battle. So let's just quickly recap Macbeth's lack of heroism. He goes against the heroic code by killing Duncan in his sleep and does not give him a chance to meet him equally in battle. There's irony as well. He's a hero of killing Macdonald, a traitor to the king at the start, but later becomes a traitor, soon murdering the king and taking over Scotland. In Act 5, Scene 9, Macduff says, Behold where stands the usurper's cursed head. But who is the usurper? Is it King Duncan, Macbeth, Donald Bane, or Banquo? The correct answer is Macbeth. Now let's have a look at violent imagery with Lady Macbeth. Lady Macbeth uses very violent imagery to persuade her husband to murder King Duncan. She tells him that she would have bashed in the brain of her own baby if she'd promised to do it. And saying, quote, I would, while it was smiling in my face, have plucked the nipple from its boneless gums and dashed the brains out had I so sworn as you have done to this. This is from Act 1, Scene 7. This is shocking from a woman. This would have been very shocking to a Jacobean audience, and Jacobean just means during the reign of James I of England. Lady Macbeth is a woman whose main purpose, according to the values of the time, would have been to give birth to and nurture children. The language she uses is very vivid and violent. Plucked. 
The verb plucked is simple but devastating. It's as if she casually removed the baby from the breast and broke the connection between them. In this sense, Lady Macbeth goes against nature by refusing to nurture her own child and instead describes a violent image of her murdering it. Boneless. The adjective boneless reflects how young the child is. He doesn't have teeth in his gums yet. This reminds the audience of how vulnerable the baby is and how Lady Macbeth does not seem to care. Again, her careless attitude goes against nature, especially for women at the time the play was set. Dashed. Finally, the verb dashed has a very aggressive one. It shows how she would have bashed in her baby's head if she had promised to do it. Let's just quickly analyse that. She uses violence to show, try and show Macbeth how strong her commitment is to doing anything she promises to do. She's trying to show him he is a coward for going back to the plan, going back on the plan. She uses an image of violence against the thing she cares most about, her baby. She just does this to show him that she'd do anything to keep her word to him and to make him change his mind. In Lady Macbeth's mind, this violent description shows her husband the extent she'd go to for him, and therefore how much she loves him. So let's just quickly recap that. Identify the key words from this quote. And the quote is, I would, while it was smiling in my face, have plucked the nipple from his boneless gums and dashed the brains out, had I so sworn, as you have done to this. It's from Act 1, Scene 7. The key words are plucked, which the analysis of is it's simple but a devastating effect. It's as if she casually removed the baby from the breast and broke the connection between them. Boneless, which reflects how young the child is. He doesn't have teeth in his gum yet. And this reminds the audience of how vulnerable the baby is and how Lady Macbeth does not seem to care. And dashed, which is a very aggressive verb. To the different violent imagery for Lady Macbeth are those, th those three words, plucked, boneless and dashed. And it was shocking for a woman to say something like this at the time, because the main purpose of women was to give birth and to nurture children. Now let's have a look at murder and violence. In Macbeth, violence leads to more violence. Macbeth murders the king and murders to protect his own crown thereafter. He even orders for a child to be murdered. It starts with King Duncan. The violence of King Duncan is clear from the blood on Macbeth's hands. King Duncan was sleeping. Macbeth was especially cowardly in, murder, in the murder and he prevented him from a warrior's death. Macbeth refers to his hands as a sorry sight in Act 2, Scene 2. This suggests that he has done something incredibly weak in murdering a sleeping man, and one who is honour-bound to serve and protect. Honour-bound just means morally obliged. Other murders. So after King Duncan's murder, Macbeth steps away from murdering others with his own hands. He prefers to send murderers to do this for him. This may suggest that he is still ashamed of using violence against those who don't deserve it. Alternatively, it could show that he cares so little about human life that he carelessly gives the job of murdering to other people. His victims don't deserve his attention. Violence bringing violence. Macbeth says after seeing Banquo's ghost, it will have blood, they say. Blood will have blood. This is from Act 3, Scene 4. This is a metaphor saying that how once a violent crime is committed, more violence will follow. This usually happens when a family tries to avenge the first murder. Avenge means get revengeful. One murder after another. One violent act causes more and more violence. After murdering King Duncan, Macbeth continues to kill others in an attempt to stop anyone else from taking his throne. He hires men to murder Banco and his son. He hires men to murder Lady Macduff and her son. The guilt of murdering Duncan late drives Lady Macbeth to suicide. 
and the murder of Duncan, Lady Macduff and her son, causes Macduff to kill Macbeth, protecting the crown. Macbeth will also stop at nothing to protect his crown, punishes those disloyal to him, including women and children. He sends murderers to kill Banquo and his son, Fleance, who escapes. After Macduff leaves England, Macbeth sends more murderers to kill his wife and children in their home. Murdering children. The murder of Macduff's son is seen on the stage. And he says, he has killed me, mother. In Act 4, Scene 2. The murder of children is very violent and upsetting. Children are symbolic of innocence and they cannot protect themselves. Calling out to his mother is very emotive, meaning it brings out feelings, because it reminds those watching of how young he is. This violence reflects how evil Macbeth has become. Let's just quickly recap that. What was the violence resulting from Duncan's death? Macbeth hires men to murder Banquo and his son, Fleance. Macbeth hires men to murder Lady Macduff and her son. The guilt of murdering Duncan drives Lady Macbeth to suicide, and the murder of Duncan, Lady Macduff and her son causes Macduff to kill Macbeth. Let's go look again at the murder of Macduff's son. He says, he has killed me, mother. It's this scene on scene on stage, which is incredibly shocking. Mother, the word used, is emotive, and it reminds of those watching of how young he is. This is very upsetting, because children are symbolic of innocence, and they cannot protect, because they cannot protect themselves. Let's just quickly recap again about the removal of um, heads. At the start of the play, Macbeth removes Macdonald's head and displays it in the battlements. At the end of the play, Macduff removes Macbeth's head. Macduff seems to be displaying it as he asks him to look at it and says, Behold, where stands the usurper's cursed head? In Act 5, Scene 9. Let's just complete the following quote, showing Lady Macbeth's attempts to persuade her husband to murder King Duncan. I would, while it was smiling in my face, have plucked the what from his boneless gums, have plucked the nipple from his boneless gums, and what the brain out, brains out, had I so sworn, as you have done to do to this, and dashed the brains out, had I so sworn, as you have done to this. Act 1, scene 7. To recap, Macbeth's hands. Macbeth refers to his hands as a sorry sight. That's a quote. A sorry sight. After murdering Duncan in Act 2, Scene 2. This suggests he's done something incredibly weak in murdering a sleeping man and one who he was honour bound, morally obliged, to serve and protect. Macbeth says that after seeing Banquo's ghost, quote, will have blood, they say. Blood will have blood. This is from Act 3, Scene 4. It's a metaphor saying that once a violent act is committed, more violence will follow. This usually happens when a family tries to avenge the first murder. Which of these characters does not have his head removed in battle? Is it Macbeth, Macdonald or Banquo? Well, Macbeth has his head removed at the end, Macdonald has his head removed at the beginning, and the correct answer is Banquo, who is murdered. Let's quickly recap protecting the crown. Macbeth will stop at nothing to protect his crown. He punishes those disloyal to him, including women. He also sends murderers to kill Banquo and his son, Fleance, who escapes. After Macduff leaves for England, Macbeth sends more murderers to kill his wife and children in their home. Women had few key purposes in the Jacobean era. Which of these is not one of them? Is it nurturing children, giving birth, or killing witches? Correct answer is killing witches. What is the violence resulting from Duncan's death? Macbeth hires murderers. 
to murder Banquo and his son, Leonce. Macbeth hires men to murder Lady Macduff and her son. The girls are murdering Duncan drives Lady Macbeth to suicide. And the murder of Duncan, Lady Macduff and her son causes Macduff to kill Macbeth. What are the key quotes relating to heroism? Macbeth is praised and rewarded for killing a treacherous Dane, Macdonald. And the quote associated with this is, Unseamed him from the nave to the chops. Seward says this about his son dying. This is a new quote. Seward says this about his son dying. The battles were bloody and violent, but participating in fighting, even dying bravely, was honourable. It deserved praise. And the quote relating to this is parted well. Finally, at the end of the play, Macduff removes Macbeth's head. Macduff seems to be displaying it as he asks people to look at it. Behold where stands the usurper's cursed head. Let's quickly recap Macbeth's murders. Duncan, he uses his own, own hands and refers to his hands as a sorry sight in Act 2, Scene 2. After Duncan, he sends murderers, is ashamed of using violence against those who don't deserve it, or is, does he care so little about human life that he gives the job of murdering to other people? I'll let you decide. If you found this episode useful and want to learn two times faster for free, head over to SenecaLearning.com or click the link in the bio to revise all your exam subjects for free.